listening to a Living Word Family Church podcast. Thanks for tuning in. For more information about Living Word Family Church, make sure to check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. You can also check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Now, on to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Word Family Podcast. Family Podcast. That's the official title on iTunes and on Google, so that's what we're calling it. Right on. Welcome. I'm Pastor Scott Millis, pastor of Living Word Family Church. With me on my right is Matt Kreider, our youth leader and tech supervisor, as well as Zach of all trades. Zach Bensel behind the board. Welcome, guys. I feel like I should get supervisor put on my door now because that's is that an official statement from yeah. church hierarchy? Yes, supervisor. If it's, set, if it's said on the podcast, it's official. I'm pretty sure this is official. Like <laughs> once it's said here, it becomes like official written church doctrine. So. That's right. We'll call it policy, not doctrine. <laughs> not really a doctrinal issue. This what do we? True. What do we? What do we got on the skids today? Well, uh, first, if you guys will permit me, I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Will and Heather Engelman and uh, Pastor Trent Coyne of Midwest Believers Church. Will Great and Heather people. are the yep. youth pastors out there. We just attended a uh, youth conference. It's like a half day youth conference out there. Uh, at their church in West Champaign, and uh, it's it was just phenomenal. We had a great time. We yep. took about a dozen students, a few of my youth leaders. In fact, I think we had the biggest group. Didn't we, we had well, we had the biggest group until uh, that last group got in yeah. there. I think they were about they were probably similar size, but right. anyway, gosh, there are probably fifty plus kids there, which is really cool. Um, they did games, and we did uh, we did worship. They had a guest speaker, uh, Matt and Mia McCarty yeah. were there, and, and Matt's always fantastic. Uh, really, really does well gearing uh, his, uh, his uh, messages and his talks to the students and stuff. Just really, really good, really top-notch. Um, but uh, they put on a great event. Our worship team, Yield Worship, our youth worship band was out there, mm-hmm. did a fantastic job. It was just a great all-around student conference, just a short thing. That the church drive, you know, is yeah. such a great host. They, they, they are host awesome our, host. They've hosted our RMAI retreat for the last several years, and yeah. they, are, they are just Now, RMAI, for those who don't know, is the... Rama Ministerial Association. Yes. That is the ordaining and licensing arm of Kenneth Hagin Ministries. Okay. So, and we have a... And there's a regional. They have groups that... that Correct. ...stay connected, that encourage each other and help each other. And Midwest Believers Church has been, for the last several years, the annual host of these well, Trent, regional Pastor gatherings. Pastor Trent is the regional director over Illinois that's right, and Indiana. That's right. So... Uh, and, and we are pretty centrally located to all the pastors that are part of our MAI in our region, so it's it's worked out really well to do it there. Um, but yeah, they're they're phenomenal people, great hosts, very gracious. Uh, pastor Trent called me yesterday, as a matter of fact, talked about oh, some things, and he and he one of the first things he mentioned was just how impressed he was with our youth band. Just cool. really, I, I am, we do have a great. We are, great you know what? I team here. unfortunately, I think we take it for granted how awesome they are. We do. I'll, I'll share a quote with you from from Dick Zellers, and and I don't think he means to slam anybody. I really don't. But but we were at a service. I won't say which one it was, and because it really doesn't matter. Uh, but we were at a service at, at another church, and and Dick came away saying, "I think everybody in our church ought to be required." to attend church somewhere else or go to one of these services just so they appreciate what we have in terms of praise and worship. Right. Yeah, right. Uh, and, uh, boy, I, I couldn't agree more. And I can listen. I love praising the Lord. It doesn't matter. I've been in, in mission services in other countries where they hardly have anything. And obviously the main thing is 
a people prepared to worship. Right. Right? But Absolutely. wow, anything that removes a roadblock to me uh, entering in, uh, and and one of the big things is quality, talented, dedicated yes. musicians and singers. And Agreed. so what a what a great thing. What yeah. a, and that and that puts a lot on the musicians musicians and singers as well. It does. Uh, not only do they have to be well prepared, but we're wanting to remove roadblocks, not add that's right. roadblocks and so you know a band that's well prepared and and well rehearsed and well practiced yes. and, and flows well together can really do amazing things to enter a congregation into right. the presence of the lord and enter them into the service so Amen. yeah but anyway so yeah our yield our worship team did a fantastic job and and uh and trent and will and heather just put on a phenomenal conference yes. as well as their volunteers everybody yep. that they had there working and serving and uh, ordering in supper for us and just all the stuff that they did, the games they prepared and everything it was just top notch. It was a lot of fun. It was great. Our students had a blast, uh, and it was just really good. So, uh, Pastor Trent, Will, and Heather, we just want to say from the official Living Word Family podcast, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. We appreciate you guys. We yes. love you. So, uh, what else has been going on, guys? Anything new going on in your worlds? Well, well, pretty quick for a long silence yes yeah, i know uh not a whole lot i had a interview here Ooh, i was gonna bring that up but i wasn't sure if you wanted to, if you yeah, were at liberty I'll, to talk about it it's with the government right well you yeah much? i mean if i told you i'd have to kill you okay. but <laughs> one of those deals <laughs> one of those deals no just had an interview so that was good That's now about. uh what type i don't want to ask where but what type of a position it's a uh, sales rep position. Sales somewhere. rep selling so, something for the government selling something for the government um i'll be selling Jeez. souls Souls. Selling souls. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. No, it's just a sales position. Be a change of pace. So Interesting. That'd be nice. You're not selling you? the chip, are you? The chip. I am. <laughs> I'm selling the chip. And thus it begins, ladies and gentlemen, yep. the end times. Yeah. Wow. Here we what, go. Now, can you tell us what you what this position, like what you would be selling? Like uh, door-to-door I, vacuum cleaners? Like no. what are you going to be, like what kind of stuff are you going to be? It would be uh, marketing to small businesses. Okay. That, I so think that's where they may have actually and... come here before. Maybe. I'm really? not sure. But yeah. So marketing, which is kind of what your, that's what your major is. Or well, is? my originally... I was going to do marketing, then I switched it to business administration. Which so closely related. Yeah, I mean, that's... closely related. The interest is still there. I think I did a couple papers early in my college career about different types of marketing, spe- specifically direct marketing, which is a lot more the digital stuff, like oh, the texting, cool. um, social media marketing, stuff like that. Which, I mean, you can... Looking into that stuff, I mean, you can just lose yourself in a rabbit hole. There is just oh, yeah. so many complexities and variable, variables when it comes to social media marketing and digital oh, marketing, and just it's it's absolutely crazy. So, mm-hmm. well, good for you. That's exciting. And you have you had the interview yet? I did. I had How, this morning. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. You're coming here straight from it. Nice. How did it go? It was pretty good. Were they impressed with you? Uh, always, everyone's <laughs> impressed with me. So, <laughs> Ain't in that Jesus' the truth? name, in Jesus' name, <laughs> speaking in faith. Well, amen, that's awesome. Well, that's exciting. Good deal, man. Good deal. Yeah. Um. On our end, not a whole lot new going on. Uh, we haven't had any new kids lately, so that's you know, so we're <laughs> that's we're just we're plugging along. We've been trying to I don't know if this is a if this is appropriate podcast conversation, but we've been working trying to potty train Grayson, uh. and uh, it seems like it's getting harder and harder. <laughs> the more kids you have, it's like we're worried. You know, we've got so much else going on and everything, and we just I remember now I don't remember very well with Abigail. Ashley's mom was still watching her when she was potty training. So she worked with her very well all day, every day kind of thing. So it was awesome. With Logan, when we potty trained him, they're going to love this conversation, by the way, I'm sure, when they oh, get yeah. older. But when we potty trained him, we kind of started just a little bit for a few days. And I'm just like, okay, 
We're just going to, I don't want to have to mess with this. We picked a week. I picked a weekend. I said, Ashley, starting tonight, it was like a Friday night. And I remember saying this because I was laying on the floor playing with Logan. I said, we're just going to do this. We just did it. And we put him in underwear that weekend. Just boom. And he knocked it out. Wow. Literally nice. almost in a weekend. Obviously, you've wow. got your, you know, your. For those of you who don't know listening at home, Grayson is uh, 12. but no yeah uh but no with logan you know when he was two two and a half whatever it was um we knocked it out in the weekend and he for the most part did pretty well after that wow and with grayson because our schedules are so hectic and we probably should have waited a little bit longer to start him till this winter when we were inside more and our weekends were a little Uh, bit slower we weren't doing so much outside mm. our church schedule was a little bit slower um, we probably should have waited. However, so it's been kind of like it's already been almost a month now, and it's just kind of back and forth between mm. putting him to bed in diapers and a pull up. Cause it just it's just been back and forth, and he's literally has he just does not care. <laughs> oh no! Hey, Grace, I'm would you sure. like to go to the bathroom? Nope. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, well, you're gonna go anyway. So here we go. Let's go. And he sits on there two and a half seconds. I'm done. No, you're not, buddy. You gotta go. Can I flush the potty? Nope, because you haven't gone yet. Come on. Seriously, Grayson, can you just can you not see how cool the underwear is that we got you? Can you just can you just want this as bad as we want this? Right, right. Please. Oh wow. <laughs> Great lesson in there. Can't you want this as bad as I want it for you? Oh wow. Wow. Did you see? just come up with a sermon? That's you, you better write that down. Yeah, I got a million of them. But uh it's and it's like just like a sermon full of one liners. Just yeah, have like yeah. a sermon full of one liners. That's right. Just yeah. gems. Okay. Just yeah. gems. Just, <laughs> There's Gems a lot of great thoughts word. that I have not had a chance to develop into sermons. So, so I'm yeah. just going to lay them out for out. you. Pastor right. Scott's 20 theses or whatever. Yeah, many, yeah that's how right. How many theses yeah. were on? 95. 90, that's it, 95 theses. Yeah. Nailed to the Catholic Church Maybe, by maybe next Luther. podcast, uh, do a little prep for this one. We'll talk about the significance of the Reformation. We're celebrating the 500th yes. anniversary of the 500th cool. anniversary of the that's, Reformation. That's amazing. That yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Which was essentially the beginning of the... Uh, the Protestant, Protestant church. Correct. Yeah, the that's Protestant that, church, right, yeah. Right. And, so. there, and there's there's some there's a lot about that whole deal and some misunderstandings that, that are worth addressing and talking about. You know, it's That'd not, be a fun conversation. Yeah, that's pretty be. cool. Once we do some research. Once we, <laughs> yeah. once we can talk like we know what we're talking about. Yeah. So. I, I know the basics, but yeah, I don't. Actually, there'd be some fun offshoots of that conversation as well. So you had, which we'll obviously get into next time, but just to, just to bring it up. So you got the Catholic Church, and then you have Martin Luther's Reformation that he started, and then, but now you've got the Catholic Church, but underneath the Protestant you've got Church, you've got like a thousand different evangelicals. Correct. Yeah. So how but does the common that... misunderstanding and. Uh... And again, I don't want to get into it in any great detail because I, I would really rather prepare some th- some things. But one common misunderstanding is that there only was the Catholic Church before the Reformation and that uh, Luther practically invented non-Catholic Christianity. Right. There were significant yeah. numbers of um, non-Catholic. They, now, they were persecuted yeah. because the Catholic Church was certainly the power, uh, but they existed. They existed. And, and they, no one and they expects the Inquisition. That's right. <laughs> so, but yeah, that'd be yeah. something worth talking about. There's that'd a good a, good friend uh, of mine that I have coffee with on Thursday mornings who's very big, uh, very well versed in the in that uh, aspect of church history. See, so, if he's not busy next Thursday. May we may have him come you in. You know and, what? And that would be. Why don't we do that? Well, all right, I'll talk to him. Yeah, yeah that would be awesome. 
Meanwhile, um, wow. real quick, we weren't able to have him on the show uh, this afternoon. He wasn't available, and um, I really don't care to have him on any any other time. Just this was the only <laughs> afternoon we gave him. No, I'm just joking. We'll try again some other time. Uh, we talked to to Merle Metz. He's one of our uh, Royal Ranger here at the church. One of our Royal Ranger commanders. Um, commanders. Yep. And this week is Royal Rangers week. It, it was actually last week. Was it last yeah, week? Yeah, oh, I think I'm he sorry. said it was last week, and this Sunday was like the. The pinnacle, pinnacle of it. Of it. Oh, I think that's what okay. he said. That's, so. No, you're absolutely right, because the week before last, um, we did a Rangers video for the announcements. Then that week was Royal Ranger week. Then this past week, they helped out. The Rangers helped out with a bunch of stuff at church. That's true. They served offering as and, and, uh, and, and Yeah, stuff. served as ushers. Yes. So that's right. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, this past week was Royal Rangers week. And uh, for those of you who don't know, Royal Rangers is... Uh, um, they refer to it as the service arm of the church, but it's essentially... For lack of a better way to describe it, and Jeff and Merle probably hate being described this way, but for those of you don't, who aren't familiar with it, it's essentially a more of a Christian leadership uh, mentoring thing uh, of like the Boy Scouts. Lot, right, a lot right. of similarities. A lot of similarities to the Boy Scouts, but it's an organization that's been around a very long time. I think it started back in the 50s, maybe? And obviously a yeah. much stronger spiritual emphasis. A much right. stronger spiritual emphasis on it. Exactly right. And we've had three of our young men uh, that are in our youth group that have gone through and have really attained elite uh, status elite yeah. status in this. I mean, like, when they were here, um, I don't know if Aiden, I don't know if Aiden dressed up or not, but I know um, Kyle and Trevor Dillman were here. I don't remember which one of them dressed up. Uh, For this was, past Sunday? Yeah. All three of them were here. They were here. Well, but yeah. I don't remember seeing them have their swords. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah, they did. Well, they one, were of the, one of the twins out. didn't, though, because he was sitting in his chair. I watched. Oh, okay. Anyway, oh, gotcha, anyway. Gotcha. So okay. I don't know if he didn't yeah, have yeah. his stuff with him or what. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But they've achieved this, and they've done a lot. I mean, they have really gone through some really uh, uh, tough camps and leadership things and all this stuff, and it's just been awesome for them. It's just been really, really cool to watch them develop through this process, and Jeff and Merle have done a really great job of um, – Getting this thing, getting up and this running. thing up yeah. off on the ground, and getting it running, and fundraising for it, and doing all that stuff. So it's just really, really cool. It's so, really cool to see. Uh, so anyway, I know it was last week, but uh, Happy Royal Rangers Week! And uh, yeah. uh, Jeff and Commander Jeff and Commander Merle, thank you guys for all that you do, and for those others volunteers and the parent and fathers that help volunteer and do stuff. So uh, just really, really cool. Yeah. So if anybody's interested in learning more about Royal Rangers, um, give the church a call, and we can point you guys point you in the right direction. Sure, we got a, we've got a page of website. We yep. do. We got a little bit of information on our website about it, and uh, obviously you can you can just kind of do a cursory search online and find yep. their their national site. And I can't remember off the top of my head since we just kind of popped in with it. But uh, anyway, so um, speaking of uh, websites, I wanted to talk a little bit or kind of talk to you guys a little bit about. Um, technology in the church mm. and how we utilize that and some of the things that we do. And Pastor Scott, uh, you and I have been talking a little bit about um, mobile giving. What are your What are your guys' thoughts on that, about mobile giving? Giving, like tithing through your mobile device, whether it's text to give or through an app or whatever. Give me, give me your thoughts on that. Because we've been, and here's the reason I bring this up, we've been looking into this for quite some time as a church, and there's a lot of churches that have, have gone this direction and have done pretty well with it as far as giving that being you know that being a convenience for their church members and it's been something we've been looking into for a while we just hadn't pulled the trigger on it because we're looking for the right company the right mo- mobile app the right just the right process so pastor Scott what are your what are your thoughts on introducing that kind of tech to the to the I think it's process? straight from the pit <laughs> no I'm kidding I really I'm really uh uh, I'm for it. I'm for it for mm. a number of reasons. Now, let me. There, there are a couple of caveats here, and and, yeah. and one of them is, um, 
we don't want to do anything just because it's a trend. We don't right. want to Absolutely. do anything that's 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 going to uh, uh, be an unnecessary expense or just because it's edgy or for a number of super, uh, superfluous reasons. There are legitimate oh, can reasons. Can I write to, that word down? That's yeah, another word. Superfluous. <laughs> for those of you in our audience, would like to look that up. <laughs> Here we go again. All right. Uh, no, there, there. Uh, I think there are legitimate reasons to uh, employ that, to embrace it, and the big one is this: uh, the younger generation is more and more a cashless generation. Now, yep. the society get the convenience, and and, and now, now we talk about the cashless society. Yeah, I was society. just going to say that. I'm There's pretty whole, sure oh, that's Mark a revelation. Of the beast. That's all, and I get it. Uh, you know, when you talk about chip implants and and uh, all this privacy stuff. issues. But the fact is, privacy is something that's practically non-existent. Now, if you're worried about security and online security, you're probably not. You're probably not using um, technology to to purchase already. This isn't. We're not moving. When we talk about tech giving and this sort of thing, we're not eliminating the ability to oh, no, bring your tithe no, in no, the no, form no. of cash or check. But uh, here's an example, and I think I shared this with you in conversation yesterday, Matt. That. There's a business, uh, a good business, that's opening a branch in Urbana, and uh, and a local paper did a spread on it online, talking about how it was opening the next day, and one of the pictures included the services that this business offered, uh, including a note written right on that board that said cash only, mm-hmm. and the whole comment section, which wasn't very long because the article was pretty fresh revolved around that and the very first comment was cash only no thanks i'm not going to pay atm fees just to help this guy avoid the cost of doing business and another person got on there and said well i'll gladly visit an atm to support local business and then the next guy got on there and said sorry i haven't used cash for anything for years and i'm not going to i didn't shop at aldi until they started taking credit cards they they simply want that not just the convenience but some people they just want to pay everything out of one account, right. uh, and and credit card was the most efficient way of this guy. Th- this guy was expressing he wants everything on one card so he can see everything. He doesn't want to balance his checkbook. Doesn't right. want to do any of that stuff. Now, another aspect of that uh, that you mentioned is there. There are times people show up. Oh, I forgot my checkbook. Right. Uh, and yeah, if you forgot your checkbook, well, maybe you forgot your wallet too. Well, you don't have the credit card, but once you get this thing set up, you don't need to pull the yeah, credit card right. out anytime. You text to give, you just hit once the account is set up, like PayPal, because one thing that nobody forgets anymore is their, their phones, cell phone. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got right. that. Yep. So there's a there's a convenience thing there, and it's tough. You know, when my wife and I, uh, we've forgotten the checkbook before. Yeah, that's uh, my, I do that all the so time. So you double up the <laughs> do next week. Do you even week. have a checkbook? Jack? I do, yeah. I only Zach, use because it. because you're the quintessential millennial, mm, and so that hurts. I was going to, after Pastor Scott gives his you know his thoughts on it, I was going to get your thoughts as a younger a member of the younger generation. Yeah, I wanna, and I want to hear that. But my thinking is also, you know, the the times that you know, I'm I'm a tither, and so I know that's God's money. So if I forget it this week, I'm going to pay it next week. Right. But sometimes, oh man, some bills come due. It's like, wow, that's a big check I'm writing. That's going to be a little harder. Well, if I got my phone, we'll just tithe yeah. it that way. Make yeah. sure we get get pay that tithe on time. Right. Here and so there's a the, the, the convenience, the always being able to pay it week by week. Uh, I think it's worth doing for that reason. Uh, and there are some, sadly, I think, who just, well, they take up an offering here. I don't carry cash. I don't bring checks. And because they're not as convicted about the tithing issue, right. they're they, not paying it. I don't. want them to be able to do it. I want to make it easy for them. And yeah, 
one side of it is I want to see giving increase in this church. I want to see us be able to do more. But I want these people to enjoy the blessings that Amen. come right. with exactly tithing, right. Right? Exactly yeah. right. So I want them to, to experience the fullness of that. Now, I will mention the one drawback. And the one thing that makes me a little bit reluctant is I don't want to ever encourage somebody to tithe or give on credit. Right. I don't Absolutely. want them to take the fate. Well, I don't have any money, but I'm going to go ahead and charge my tithe and trust right. that God's yeah, going to give me. Yeah, I didn't even think about That's that. That's not, not a good way to go. We don't right. want people to, to give themselves into debt. But mm-hmm. uh, if you're managing your credit cards or your debit cards or whatever they are, uh, the way they should be managed, paying right. them off and everything, then I think this is, this is technology that, that, that we really need to embrace and, and move on with. Yeah. yeah. And the, uh, well, so let me, before I, Mention that, Zach. Let me give me your thoughts as a as a young person, somebody who I don't know if you carry cash or. I rarely do I ever have cash. I think the only time I get cash is if I um. I can't even think when I get <laughs> cash. Um, sometimes when I go on vacation, it's nice to have cash just so you're not using your card. But even with that, then you can just always call them before you leave and say, "Hey, I'm going to be out of town for a right. week." Right, going to be using it a lot. Right. right. Um, I like it because uh i know i was reading through the packet you had in your office matt and one of the things would said uh, well which is just let people know that um i been, we've been researching this and doing some study on it and kind of just we really want right. to make an informed decision yeah. before we jump with a certain service or jump with whatever and the packet that i had gotten was a packet put together by interviewing like i don't know it was like a thousand churches or something on how they implement it the concerns that they had the myths that people kind of had about it so anyway yeah it was a big long packet about that but right. go ahead sorry yeah um one of the things this packet said was a lot of people already have apps on their phone that allow them to like pay credit card bills yep. pay us yep. stuff like that and i have that too and so yep. i mean to have that on your phone and just um go to that really quickly it is convenient yeah um the probably the and I know that this, I think this has been an argument for ever since the whole mobile giving and like the stations, credit card stations came up as people will say, oh, well, it, it takes something out of the act of giving. You know, that they, they feel like right. it makes yeah. it a little bit too convenient. It's just, it kind of <clears throat> takes something away. And part of me kind of sides with that just because like, I like when we do the confession right. know, for our offering and you're, and you're, sit, you're holding yep, your check, you're, holding your check in your I cash, agree. you're confessing. To that. And I like I that agree. too. But I mean, it's kind of, it's not like, I don't think that that's a big enough thing to where this is, it's makes not this evil. If, if that's, yeah, no, exactly. That's a very it's, legalistic argument. Yeah, exactly. And, and as you pointed out when we were talking yesterday, you know, that check really isn't money either. That's a pledge. That's yeah. a, that's uh, a bank note. I mean, right, it's essentially, yeah. And, you know, at the court, people were probably just saying that because a lot of times people are hesitant to embrace change. Right, right. And, you know, just be, and I think especially in the church, because of like what you said earlier, Scott, um, you don't, we don't want to do things just because they're convenient, because they're trendy, or because they're new. Then that does make the church seem a little bit superficial. Right. But let's think about this. We've always said, we've always made a distinction there. You're not giving your tithe, you're paying your tithe. You can give your offerings. Uh, And if somebody says, this is how I pay for everything. I pay for everything with this chart. I pay for everything with this app. Pay your tithe with that app. That's true. Yeah. 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 And you can even do it if if you miss church. Right. No, yes. that's no and reason to miss the you can set up automatic. The apps that I've been looking into, the, the, the um, companies that I've been looking into that offer the features that we need to have, 
Um, not only that features that I think would be best for our church family, for our church members, but also for our, you know, the for Brenda that does our accounting, right, the accounting. and handles all that stuff. You know, we want to make sure that we've got everything that we need. And uh, and so I think that's I think it's a good move. We're still like I said, we're still tossed around some right. options and some ideas and different things. So we haven't nailed anything concretely yet, you know. But it looks like that's the direction it's possibly moving in, and I'm excited about it. Like I said, just because. I think if it just gives one more avenue, one more avenue for people to step out in faith and say, you know what, yep. now I really don't have an excuse. I don't have any cash, I don't have any check, but now right. I don't have an excuse. You know, right. I've got options. There's mm-hmm. options there to do it. Sure. And um, and I think the, like you said earlier, the most important thing to remember is that we're not taking away the offering plate. No. I mean, no, no, it's just right, another. Right, right. It's just yep. another way to give. Absolutely. So it's not. It's absolutely. Yeah, I think. At first, it'll probably be used mostly for those people who, the few who are like, well, I pay everything else. I'm just going to use my app. Or the people who say, shoot, I forgot my That's right. um, checkbook or yep. whatever I'll use it then. And then gradually, I I believe that it would increase more, that more more people would adopt it right, and see it. Right, Because so, there's been yeah. a number of times, if Ashley's at home with one of the kids, if they're not feeling well on a Sunday morning, typically Sunday mornings when we do our tithe, um, or if she's not feeling well or whatever, I don't carry a checkbook with me, and I never carry enough cash to tithe off of. I mean, right. my goodness, that's a thousand dollars. I'm just joking. Yes. Um, but uh, you know, I never carry. I mean, I, I carry a little bit of cash because it's handy to have sometimes. Right. Um, but I don't I obviously carry enough to tithe off of. And so right. when she's gone for a week, we're like Pastor Scott said, we're doubling up the next week. Right. And that's a big check to write. Mm, we don't yeah. mind writing it. It's no, our duty. It's our it. yep. was what we're doing. But it's you know, I'm like shoot, I don't have a checkbook. Ashley's not here. Uh, right. If I had the if I had the app done, you know, I can have my phone out yeah. and be ready to send that as we're saying our confession, offering confession. Right. You know, I can still hook up. Obviously, we'll still hook up in faith. And really, the point of faith ought to be when you get that paycheck and say, "Father, thank you for providing for me for my family." Exactly. And this, I'm going to give into the offering, the tithe. I'm going to give my tithe in the offering on Sunday morning. But I thank you for this provision right yep. now mm-hmm. in the name of Jesus. And so, there's numerous times to hook up your faith. It doesn't have to be holding a right. paper check on Sunday morning necessarily. So, and, but I'm also a little bit more on the tech side of things. So right. I, I tend to lean right. that direction just because of uh, you know various arguments we've made this this morning or today uh the convenience of it the um, just having that extra option you know giving people That's options right. to step out in faith mm-hmm. and start tithing you know and there may be if we were to roll something like this out there may be somebody who's never really given much says you know what I'm going to start tithing because now I have this option mm-hmm. and I can see the benefit and value maybe start maybe they start to look at yeah. it a different way I don't know That's right so I think it does give another option for you to be more diligent in your giving too like we've said like yeah. um I think you said you don't really it kind of eliminates the excuses of oh I forgot my check right. yeah, exactly stuff. Right. Right. and also I know that you've mentioned how uh I don't not doctoring but it's always good to give your first fruits of your as that tithe and so i mean even like the moment you see that paycheck come through you can just get on the app and put it right in there's definitely something that's exactly for right. that and too you still right. do the confession right you know? yeah. Oh, yeah absolutely right I mean, absolutely sure all right what else um on the technology oh, line the we've talked a little bit about before the show started talked a little bit about um using a bible app yeah. Pastor Scott, do you use a Bible app when you prepare for messages? I do, yeah. What do you use and why? And I, I use, uh, place actually, that I use. Well, we're not. Place that product. Scott. One, I, I, I use a lot uh, on my iPad, really, much more than on my phone, is the Loaded Touch Bible. Loaded uh, Touch loaded Bible? Loaded Touch Bible. I've never even it's heard of that. It's got all of the. Uh, 
um, your Strong's numbers mm-hmm. on each word. And so to oh, cool. like you just tap on the word, the, the Greek or the Hebrew, or the Aramaic comes up yeah. and, and gives you the definition and cool. uh, is that references free? like that. That's a... I believe that one is a free app. And I have two different ones. I've got a blue letter Bible, and I think that one was five bucks. Oh, okay. Uh, so if it's not free, it's five bucks. Right. That's yeah, one yeah. or the other. Uh, I use that. I use um, Bible Gateway a lot, which is a website, not an app, but I use that when I'm when I'm on the computer when I'll when I'm preparing my message. And I don't put them all on the iPad and I and I'm not very technologically advanced, but when I use it, I'll be just in a Word document mm. writing my message. I will copy and paste from Bible Gateway the scriptures so that I don't have to switch back between a Bible program and my notes. I put gotcha. it all in my notes. Prepare the Word document and then just export it to my notes program. Cool. Usually via email. And I know there's I'm probably including one too many at least one too many steps there, but I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't use Dropbox or anything like that. Uh, but those that's the those are the two main Bible programs. Yeah. I use a lot of commentaries that I access, but not necessarily an app. I do have the YouVersion Bible on my phone, which I constantly refer to through the week uh, for one reason or another. But I don't use it very much during my sermon prep. Right. Uh, I take that back. The one thing it is good for is uh, to quickly move between translations. Yes, uh, I do like that. It's got a compare feature. Where you can, I don't know if you've used that, but not. you can preload like different versions that you like. So, like if you're in an NLT, you hit a verse, hit compare, it'll bring up five different translations. Oh, wow. That'd be faster for that than the way I'm doing it. Yeah. 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 You have to check that out. Did you yeah. say specifical? Specifical, I did. I was specifical. hoping no one would catch that. <laughs> well, of course he's going to catch it. Yeah. <laughs> did you say superlative? <laughs> no, superfluous. Superfluous. Uh, but no, I, I've used, I've used two different, um, Bible apps. I started, uh, way back when I first had my, when I got my first tablet, I started using version cause oh. that was kind of the, right. Matt's well, first tablet. I know. Right. It's like way back. <laughs> like uh, Fisher Price. <laughs> Baby's first tablet. <laughs> uh, I started using, uh, version, and then I remember we were at, um, I don't remember if you were there, Zach or not, but we were at church camp. And uh, way out there in Rushville, Illinois, there's like zero no, Wi-Fi, signal. zero signal, nothing, and nothing would load on the app. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is horrible, you know. I was looking forward to taking notes on this app or whatever. Uh, and it's still a great app, and it, it's a little bit different now. But back then, it was like you couldn't do anything unless you were connected with right. that app. So I downloaded a different one called Olive Tree, and that is it's now they've they've uh, reformatted it and they've done. I mean, obviously, all these apps are constantly updating and getting better and whatever. But it's called the Olive Tree Bible Study app now. Mm-hmm. And it is phenomenal. I mean, I've got years of notes in that app that wow. backs up to the cloud. I've got highlights and markings. It's got commentaries that you can get, um, some free, some paid. But it's got, I mean, it's just got a boatload of stuff on it. And it's just an awesome app to study in. Yeah. However, recently, and I still use it to study, but recently for my quiet time, I've been doing more in the Uversion Bible app. You know, when I'm at home, when I'm connected and everything. Hmm. And they've got awesome reading plans. Yes. From everybody, yeah. everybody from John Bevere to, I mean, just whoever. I mean, there's just tons and tons of awesome reading plans. Weekly plans, daily plans, yearly plans. I mean, just tons and tons of good stuff. And what's so nice about it, and you can share verses and stuff from Olive Tree, but version is almost... I mean, it's it's almost made to be socially shareable. You can share a reading plan. You can share a verse. They've got daily uh, verse images that pop up on my phone every single day, and it's a really cool image that wow. you can easily share anywhere, share on text or share to social media or whatever, and it's just 
awesome. And I've yeah. really been working on a way to get this integrated into our youth group. Ah. Because, and let me tell you why, I had a couple of students the other day, a couple of weeks ago, we're having a good conversation. One student is newly uh, newly born again. I mean, she literally got born again just a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. She and I were having a conversation about um, reading her Bible and doing all that stuff, and I said, you know what? Let me show you this. So I got a reading plan that's a yeah, kind of a first steps for a new believer kind of a reading plan. Right. It's only a week long, but it kind of runs through some of the basics of Christian, you know, be, being a believer and, and you know, uh, why we read the Bible and just just real basic stuff. And, uh, and she was like, oh, that's awesome. So she got on the Bible app. I was able to share the reading plan with her. And she started, and so the next week she came back, check this out, look what I've got. You know, she showed me the check marks of her starting to read, you know. Wow. It was just really wow. cool, and it's just yeah. awesome. I, Very I think, cool. Uh, I think the reason I like this technology stuff, you know, barring the zombie apocalypse when we lose all of this, you know what I'm saying, right. until then, till the end days, the end times, uh, when some government experiment knocks experiment right. knocks out our power, yeah. this is just it's an amazing tool. Yeah, you to are utilize. literally carrying a library of yes, reference works, commentaries, and translations. Oh, it's amazing, it and an easily shareable library. Yeah, that's right. Yep. You know, hey, uh, hey, Billy, check this reading plan out. I think this is something that would really go along, and I'm and and something else along that line too. In just a second. This is something that would really go along. I know what your family is going through. I know what you're going through. Check this reading plan out. Check it out every day. Read it. And they, and they do. They have reading plans for every, oh, everything. Everything. Like anything you could be going through, you'd yes. be curious uh, about. They've, they've got, got reading. They, FCA has reading plans for athletes. Um, they've got marriage reading plans. They've got just general Bible. Hey, read wow. your, through, through your Bible, through the New Testament in a year. Here's that mm-hmm. reading plan for that. John Bevere's got a new one based on his book called Killing Kryptonite that I just started. And it's just really cool. I mean, just, just some really Somebody cool Somebody else reading. mentioned that book to me last night. Did they? Yeah. It oh, just okay. came out, yeah. It just came out. Now, I'm doing his reading plan. I haven't got the, picked up his book yet. I'll try to see if that's on Kindle. Another technology item. Yeah. Such a tech guy. But um, the other thing is, and through, and it's through these reading plans that I found this website called Your Time of Grace. And mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of featured it in our youth email. I send out a youth parent email every Thursday morning, and I featured it in that email. And it's a website of just videos, hmm. which our uh, students respond to. Uh, Obviously, they're sharing videos and memes and stuff like just nobody's business online. Right. And so these videos are just real short. They basically take a verse or an idea or a scripture, whatever, and they 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 um, it's geared towards uh, students, college age. I mean, college age, high school age, or whatever is geared kind of that age range. Mm-hmm. And they they just break down the word. They make it simple. Um, uh, there's it's hosted by a few different people. Uh, I'm not sure if it's based out of one church or one ministry or what have you, but they're just a, they're poignant, wow. good videos, easily shareable. Like I said, yeah. and it's just this technology is out there, and it's just awesome, and it's such an amazing tool to be able to use and to be able to do stuff with. And there's some stuff yeah. I'm looking forward to trying to work into our uh, our youth group and youth services and our youth ministry. Ministry, uh, through the through the Uversion Bible app and some different things that they've got features that I'm playing around with and trying out. So yeah. anyway, wow. just uh, just some really cool tools out there, some really neat things to do. Yeah. So um, you know, you were mentioning olive tree, and uh, you in, before the recording you said you thought I was an olive tree guy. Do you know when my olive tree days were? Yeah, back when you used to carry a palm. A palm. Wow. Your palm pilot. Yeah. Palm yeah. Pilot. Now, you joked around about my first quote-unquote kitty tablet. My dad had a Palm Pilot. A Palm Pilot was also that. my first PDA, personal yeah. digital, well, assistant. digital assistant. Yeah, I remember. Sorry. Mm. No, go ahead. Tell us about your no, Palm no, no. Pilot. That's I don't want to. I, I feel say. like I hijack every conversation. My Palm days. <laughs> my Palm days. <laughs> Do you remember when you 
Do you remember where you brought your palm to church camp and you would use it to schedule and do different stuff? And oh, get, yeah. Get kids' information, and you know, because they yep. always want to yep. stay in touch and whatever. Uh, and you remember some kid ran up and jumped and hugged you and Just broke your palm pilot? tackled me and put his knee right into my the side of my thigh where my palm was, my $300 palm was wow, in my cargo yeah. pocket. Uh, and that was, that was the one. I had had a model or two before that one, but that one, I think the palm trio or something like that, it had a metal case. Uh, but it was the first one I was beginning to use a lot where I was really exploiting the capabilities of the device. Yeah. And then he just smashed, smashed. it. <laughs> and uh, and that was before cloud backup and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Oh, yeah. Man. See, well, now you, you smash a device, you get a, the same device, your stuff downloads from the crowd. It's like you never lost well, it. Well, and the, thing, th- the, the, the Palm thing, this is going way back, of course. Everything was about syncing it. You hooked it up with a cable to the computer. Oh, and you had a backup right. program true. on your computer. Now, I remember... The the next big palm I got, and I don't remember what the model was, but it was nice. It was it was cutting edge, you know, for the time. Right, I don't even right. know what the storage was, but I had everything on there. I had everything, all my contacts, everything, and I had it backed up on the computer. Uh, but my but the palm itself was physically falling apart. I had it for the better part of three years. Wow, and, I mean, but it, it was also like a metal case, a sliding deal. But little these little tiny screws were coming loose, and I knew that it's time to upgrade. It's time to get a new device before it dies. And yet, on the other hand, I'm thinking if it dies, I get a new device and I and I uh, plug it into the computer. Do you know what happened? The new device think? didn't work with that. No, no, it was worse than that. My device failed, and before I went and got a new one, lightning struck the church and fried our computers, and I lost everything. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. You remember that when lightning struck it? I I do remember that. It took a chunk out of the cupola, and that just... Oh, it was it was crushing. <laughs> it was a bad, bad Doesn't deal. Doesn't that give you like a sinking uh, yeah. feeling in the pit of your stomach? Yeah. And I won't mention any companies, but if you guys if you guys are digital tech heads like I am, like we are, uh, like Pastor Scott was back in his Palm days, um, right? You definitely need to get a good backup solution for your. I back up everything. Yeah. Like I've got uh, programs here at the church running backup for our server for my computer. I got programs at home running backup. I keep. I keep like an extra hard drive that syncs and runs back up. Like I'm just yeah. a freak about that because I take tons of pictures and videos. When we do church activities and events right. for youth group, I yeah. just take a boatload of pictures and videos. And if I were to lose all that, yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, I just don't even want to think about it. Pictures of my kids, my family, yeah. pictures, pictures of Ashley and I when we got married. I mean, just like tons of stuff on these computer on these drives. Yep. And I would just feel, I mean, it would just be horrible if I yeah. lost it. It would be yeah. crazy. So, uh, so yeah, definitely got to get Shoot, that. You get feel that bad if up. you delete a bad a wrong text message you feel bad <laughs> no. no i meant to keep that <laughs> so uh anyway so yeah just all kinds of cool tech stuff that uh that we can utilize in the that's church right. and everything yeah. what are we what got us talking about your palm well the olive, uh, tree. olive tree oh olive tree that's olive right tree, yeah yes. that's right because yeah. that's what got me turned on to olive tree because my youth pastor who i esteemed and looked up to very much always used olive tree so that's when <laughs> that's i right. when i first got my first touch device which was a palm i don't remember if it was i don't know if it was i could get olive tree on that but the first device where I could get it, I got it and started wow. using Olive Tree. Yeah. yeah, started exploring it and doing different things with it. It's just so cool how far yeah. stuff has come. Wow. Yeah, it really has. Kind of in such a short time. In too. a short yeah. time, yes, days yeah. are moving faster and yeah. faster and faster. Indeed. Yeah. So, um, well, that's awesome. Well, great. Hey, uh, we look forward to kind of keeping you guys up to date on uh, kind of some of the different things that we're doing tech-wise as a church. So kind of keep your eye out for that, different things coming up. Well, another thing that we do is that uh, Right Now Media. We haven't really promoted that in a while, which I need to do that. Right. But that Right Now Media, it's like a huge Bible study library. Oh, my And we have it for our church. And so if, 
you know, if you're a listener to the podcast and you're like, okay, what's that all about? I don't have an account for Right Now Media. Uh, you might have one and not even know it. We sent out that huge email a couple years ago, yeah. kind of getting people started on that. So just all kinds of neat ways to use tech for the church and sure promote the gospel and the kingdom of God and yeah. just uh, some really cool things out there and yep. some cool things on the horizon as well. So, yes, indeed. But uh, anyway, before we don't want to keep you guys too long, you're probably uh, just got home from work and you're just sitting waiting for this podcast to get over so you can go inside and eat some supper. Sit, sitting in your driveway. Sitting in your driveway, yeah. finishing <laughs> listening to the podcast. And how could you not? Our voices are melodic and beautiful. But uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Share this podcast with a friend and let them know that you have an awesome church that you go to and some cool guys doing a podcast and you want to share it with them. We appreciate you guys and we love you. And until next time, we will see you later. See ya. Thanks for being with us.